When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom, Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Petey, along with Craig Morgan. And as you can notice, there is no Leah Merrill driving the bus today and keeping this show what on the rails. What could go wrong? Get very concerned. <laughs> Be afraid. Be very afraid. We've got Elliot Friedman joining us in just a few minutes. Pretty excited to get his uh, insights on all the things going on around in the league. Things going on with the arena. Yes. And things going on with the Coyotes. Always. There's always arena news when we're talking about the Coyotes, Petey. But before we do that, we're going to talk about where Craig Banks. Craig Banks at Desert Financial Credit Union. For more than 84 years, Desert Financial has been Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union dedicated to creating exceptional experiences by giving back to the community and providing financial solutions to make life better. Solutions tailored to help real people achieve their financial goals. Like me, not Craig so much. Because he's not a real person is what I meant. Not your financial goals because you've probably already reached all of them. <laughs> Look for Desert Financial for your checking, savings accounts, mortgage, loans, credit cards, investment options, and so much more. Like Craig, he banks there. There are diehards that are dropping their money into a free checking account and getting $200 it's in good bonuses. Choice. That's right. It's a good choice. When you open a free checking account online, get $200 in bonuses. Get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. And with the money you save, that $200, it's time to upgrade your house and get new flooring at Empire Today. With Empire Today... You get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a price match guarantee. Empire Today is the best place to get new flooring, any style of flooring, and you can find something that will fit your budget. They, I tell you what, working with Empire Today is easy, quick, and convenient. They also recommend you check out their floor visualizer where you can take, like, it's AI, or I don't know, not AI, it's what they call, you know, it's fake. On yeah. your phone. Yeah. So you can put the flooring into your picture. How valuable is that? It's unbelievable like picture. It. Because you can see it with your furniture and your lighting mm-hmm. in your home. Check it out at empiretoday.com slash phnx. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use the promo code phnx. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash phnx for details. Nice. How was that? It was pretty, pretty good, buddy. Not bad we with all the game today. It, and it was like a speed read too. So we've made it three minutes into the show and Leah's uh, yeah. absence. Yeah, and, that's and, probably and, not the measure of a good show. Three minutes thing, in, but we'll see. With with Leah gone, and and I told her to do this, and we've been so busy here at the studios of PHNX um, that I forgot to check to see if she made it on her plane. I was I was going to say, do we know that Leah is no, actually gone? We don't, given the state of so we need travel. someone. I see CWP's here. Christina's here. We've got so we've got some diehards here. Please check Leah's Twitter to make sure she is okay. Because I told her. <laughs> or do the flight locator, whatever it is people I, do. Because like, I know that's a thing, too. I told her to post because we have to make sure that she is doing okay. We're very concerned. We're, we're pretty excited, though, because, you know, neither one of us has to go to the All-Star Game, first of all, which is probably the thing we're most excited about. Uh, Leah gets to uh, cover the All-Star Game. She gets to see family and friends yeah. back in Toronto. And I'm sure she's going to produce a lot of great content. I will say in. this about the All-Star Game. Yes. I would probably go if it were here. 
Yeah. I, but well, yeah. I mean, I think we'd be obligated to at that point, right? But we probably have to for work. Yeah. But beyond that, like even if we're Vegas, mm, probably wouldn't go. I did go when Kells was there in Vegas, did but you? it's still the you know it's st- and I, I listen. I said this on one of our shows. I even like the crazy events that they added in Vegas. I know some people are like, oh, that's too gimmicky. That that's kind of what I want from but the All Star Vegas. Is, Get it? as wild as possible. Isn't Vegas gimmicky. Yes. Isn't that yes. kind of the point? Isn't that what we're going to see it's in the Super Bowl what it next is. week? We're going to see all of those gimmicks. So. I'm all for it. But with the All-Star Game coming up, Leah's going to be giving us content there all week long. She's going to touch base with Clayton Keller while she's there. She's going to check out all the sights and sounds from the All-Star Game. So make sure you're tuned in to the PHNX YouTube channel. Subscribe so you don't miss any of the content she drops because it may not be on one of the shows. She may drop stuff separately and you miss all of our additional content if you're not a subscriber. So make sure you check out at Leah Merrill. Yeah, and there's a few things to keep an eye on there. Obviously, Clayton Keller is competing in the All-Star Game, but... Gary Bettman's going to address the media on Friday before the All-Star game. I wonder what he'll talk about. I wonder so what people will ask. what's the first question? Is it always, like, what the, <laughs> Every why year. does it always have to be what's going on in Arizona? I, I don't know how many times that that has happened where the when Gary Bettman gets a forum, whether it's in the playoffs or at an All-Star break, the first question he's always asked is, well, what the hell's going on with Arizona? And, and it, honestly, I, I have to give it to Gary Bettman because he's unbelievable at press conferences. He's phenomenal. And he always has the exact right answer. And and I tell you what, you could play the same answer from five years ago, probably 20 years ago that you can play it now. Yeah, we're going to talk about this with Elliot Freeman when, when he joins us in a minute or two here. Um, but it's it feels like one of those key moments in Coyote's history again, doesn't it? And it, it's hard to tell whether... It's just chatter. We've 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 been here before, PD, and it's so hard to escape the, like those previous lessons. Oh, we heard it before that it was definitely happening. They're they're definitely leaving. I've I've seen that multiple times. I know you have felt it as a, an employee yeah. of the team. I I, I don't want to diminish what what's being reported out there, and and clearly they're in a in a tough situation here, um, but. There is some of that element like, is is it really going to happen this time? Yeah. Is it real this time? Yeah. Because but like you said, we've been down this road so many times here. Yeah. And, and, and and from the inside of it, when I was working there, the only time I really got concerned is when this team went into bankruptcy. So without further ado, and we're going to discuss this topic at nauseum. We're going to talk about arenas. We're going to talk about hockey in Arizona. Bring in, I, I, I was going to say a hockey insider, but he is really the hockey insider. Because Elliot Friedman, like that's where you go to for your hockey. And Craig, I'd like—I know you'd like to think it's you, but but it's not. No, it's he, it's Elliot. He's so kind of a big deal. He is kind of a big deal. Hockey yeah. Night in Canada, yeah. NHL Network, Sportsnet, literally everywhere. So I want thirty-two thoughts too, and that's why this podcast today is named Less Than Thirty-Two Thoughts. Yeah, so let's bring him in. Hopefully, we'll let's keep welcome him that Elliot Friedman, the hockey insider, to the show today. Elliot, thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. My pleasure, guys. Happy to do it. My pleasure. Elliot, somehow this is the first time on the PHNX Coyotes podcast. I can't believe that. We've had your cohort, Jeff Merrick, on a few times. So happy to uh, cross this off the list. Check this box. Well, it's good for the audience. As my wife says, the less you hear me or see me, the more you like me. So <laughs> we'll see how, We'll see how this goes. We'll see how this goes. Elliot, we're going to get to the, the topic of the day in just a moment. But I, I wanted to ask you, actually, first of all, about the Coyotes on the ice. It's being a little overshadowed, and I know they've hit a bit of a rough patch here recently, but has their overall performance surprised you at all this season? Look, I, I think they've really impressed a lot of people. I, you know, I, I think people really like the coach. Um, you know, I like they, they he's definitely created a, a, an environment where um, the team plays, I think, greater than the sum of its parts. And I think he's also created an environment where it's kind of like, forget the noise, don't listen to the noise, just worry about what you can control. And that's not always an easy thing to do. I think we all have things in our lives that drive us crazy and it doesn't mean we perform great at our jobs. Um, but he, he has created an environment where there's no excuses for how you perform on the ice. You know, I, I really like some of the players. I really like Keller. I, I've been a big Clayton Keller fan for years now. I I really like how far he's come as a player. You know, I look at some of your uh, your, your younger players. I, I really like Cooley. Um, you know, I, I think he has a chance to be the best player in that draft um, and the steal of that draft. So I'm, I'm a big Cooley fan. 
And, you know, I, I know he hasn't had a great year, but I really like Vimelka and I really like Ingram. You know, he's he's been a great story. And to be honest, I'm surprised he's not at the All-Star game. I'm, I'm you know, you know, Georgiev's, uh, I have no problem with anyone going, but everybody points to that. Why Georgiev instead of Ingram? I guess it's the Colorado bump, but... Overall, I like I watch I watch the Coyotes games. I, I I really like watching them play, and I think you guys have made a lot of good and smart bets and decisions that have improved. The, and they're not where anyone would like them to be, but they're better than I think a lot of people thought they were going to be. All right, Elliot, let's get to it. Uh, this is what everyone is talking about here. <laughs> yeah, this is the main event. You threw me yeah. a softball to warm me up. Exactly. Right. Right. Oh, you know how this I all works. It. You yeah, know how this yeah, all works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eight and a half. It's it's already been eight and a half months, by the way. Eight and a half months after voters rejected the Tempe Entertainment District proposal, we still do not have definitive word on the Coyotes mm-hmm. arena plans. Let's just start with a general sense here. What is your sense of the situation and the league and Board of Governors' patience level with this ongoing saga? Well, I just don't think the I, like. I don't think there's any patience level at all. I, and, and you know what? Like, I think I think your own organization is probably the same way. I don't think anybody thought they'd be here at this point in time. I don't think anybody wanted to be here at this point in time. You know, I I really thought everybody was hoping that last year this was going to be solved. I, I think the thing that made it even harder for the for the Coyotes after last year, guys, is that um, everybody was expecting the Coyotes to win. Um, like, I don't. Like I'm not close enough to it. I, I freely admit it. I, I don't. I don't follow Arizona politics as closely as you guys are forced to. I would say, <laughs> but like I was, I was following everything from afar, and everybody seemed confident, and everybody seemed hopeful. And I think it's it's like a for it's it's a terrible comparison, but it's it's almost like a big upset in sports, right? You don't see it coming, and you're sitting there, you're in shock. I can't believe that happened. So. When things unraveled as they did last year, I think everybody in the NHL was kind of like in shock. And, you know, the challenge is, is the Coyotes look for a new piece of land. People are almost like, you know what, I've heard about this before. Sure. Let's just let's just get it over with. And, you know, you know, I watched your show last week when you were talking about some of the things that myself and others have been saying. And I understand the frustration and I do know that when it comes to the Coyotes, deadlines do move here and there. <laughs> um, but I, I was told uh, that Batman had made it clear, and, and they, or Batman or Daly, one of them, had made it clear that they had to know by the All-Star break. And we're coming up, and Batman's going to speak to the media on Friday. And I don't know what to expect here. But there is definitely a feeling around the league at the governor level that they want, they want an answer like now. They they want to know what, and I just don't think that Utah thing was a coincidence. I I really don't. You talk about the fluidity of and, and the moving of those the, the dates, and we've we've been through this not just this time with Tempe, but with with so many other votes and city council, you know, things through the years here. So you look at this one, and you talk about the deadline now, and I agree. I think the board of governors and owners are like, okay, uncle, with this. Yeah. Do you have any sense where where, where the league is though? Where, where, where Bettman and Daly may be on this separate from the board of governors, but the league itself going, gosh, this is a really big hockey market, big TV market. Like we have a lot of people here we'd sure like to stay to get any sense that that's a little different and a little more patient than the than the board of governors i i think what they look at honestly steve is they have a big picture bigger picture view about arizona as a market um I, look i think they're frustrated too and 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 like like batman has fought for arizona mm. uh like, like the one thing you can never question is how much he's fought for Arizona as a market. I, I don't know how many commissioners would be as patient as, as he's been. So what I think, Steve, is I think they look at it in the bigger picture. And I've talked a little bit lately. I've said it before, but it's getting a lot more attention lately. I do believe that even if these Coyotes leave Arizona, they will find a way to bring another team back. Like you don't have to look far for a precedent. They did it in Winnipeg. Winnipeg left, and and now they've got a team again. So, um, look, I I think that they recognize that the hourglass, the sand is running low. That yeah. if something doesn't figure out soon, they will have no choice but to do something else. However, 
I refuse to believe that he will ever give up on Arizona as a market. And even if they do leave, he will work to, to create a situation where they could potentially bring back another team. I want to come back to that in a minute. And and, and with regard to the, the most recent news, and I put out a poorly worded tweet, so I'm going to, this is my mea culpa here. I don't know where this idea, I don't know where this idea came from that the all-star break was a deadline. Well, in fact, I reported that myself from the draft and then a little ways into the season. But as, as it, you know, as we know here, because we're following this crazy story on a daily basis, then you hear well, the all-star break is no longer a deadline. Okay. That's where my, I guess my source of frustration was we had reported it multiple times, but we're seeing it all over the place. So Craig, you have nothing to apologize for. It was great content. That's at the end of the day, that's, that's all that, that's all that matters. It's not, if it's true or not, it's, it's, it's a good content. And that was, that was good content. Let me ask you this in light of what we just talked about um, in terms of patience, the Morella group walked away from a deal with ASU before the Tempe deal was on the board. Mm-hmm. Then then the, they can't close the Tempe deal. Maybe you just alluded to this a little bit before, but why do you think the league has been so patient with the Morella group after these missteps in the past? I think I I honestly think it's the market, Craig. Yeah, I, I yeah. really do. Like like I'll like I'll tell you this about Arizona. First of all, like um one thing is you, you have proven you have hardcore coyote fans there you know like that's number one like yeah. anytime i say anything remotely bad about the coyotes yeah. i i hear it like i i do and i get people who send me notes saying can you talk a little bit more about the good players on our team or especially earlier in the year when you guys were in, in more of a playoff spot talk about more don't talk about us off the ice talk about us on the ice so you have you have passionate fans that's number one Number two, it's players like playing there. Um, there's a lot of, like, you look at places like Tampa. What's one of the reasons that Tampa is as good as they are? Well, one, they find good players, but two, good players want to go there. You look at Florida right now, they're trying to build Tampa East because it's a, they say, if Tampa has that culture, we're in the same state, why can we not have that culture? And you guys know Arizona better than I do. People like to live there. The weather's great. Uh, no state tax. Um, you know, families love living in Arizona. Whether you're an indoor person or an outdoor person, you can live a good year-round life in Arizona. There, you guys are the only pesky media members there. Kind of. There's a few other small groups, but there aren't a bunch of jerks. There aren't a thousand jerks like there are in Toronto bugging <laughs> yeah. the players on a daily basis. Like, like to, when I look at the Coyotes. What are the three most important words in real estate? Location, location, location. That's always been the thing. Plus, what is it? Is it the 10th largest media market Mm -hmm. in the U.S.? You know, we're in year three of seven of a new U.S. TV deal. Um, You know, like that to me, the timing of all this fits that too. And and I do think expansion's on the radar again. Uh, So I, I do believe that... If they come back with – if Batman goes into another negotiation, it he's just not the kind of guy to to avoid thinking about, I want Arizona to be part of that conversation. How do I make sure it happens? Yeah, and we've said here – we've talked about it on our show, and you know, I, I know you do hear about it a little bit, but we deal with this Arizona ring thing literally for 20 years now. Yeah. Like it's been nonstop, yeah. and you, you wear – oh, it's going to be in Mesa for sure. Well, no, it's now at Scottsdale. We're going to be in Scottsdale, Tempe. <laughs> Absolutely going to be in Tempe. So we hear all these locations, and now the new hot button is Northeast Phoenix. It's right on the border of Scottsdale, just north of the 101, north of the Mayo Hospital. It's a really good location. It's empty land. Are you hearing anything from all the other side of North America? Are you hearing anything about this new location the Coyotes are looking at? I, I You know, I, I really haven't, uh, Steve. And, and I think part of the problem, like, for people like me is, is that, everyone's kind of like oh we've heard this all before yeah yeah. you know and 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 it's almost like um whether people think it's fair or not ownership here they have to prove it to us like i almost don't even want to talk about it right because i you know i've had to deal with it for so not like you guys have had to deal with it but we've had to deal with it for so long like we're almost in a point of view like just tell us one way or the other is this is this gonna work or is it not and also, too, um, look, my father used to be in the development business, 
and he hated uh, dealing with governments. And um, I just know it's never at the pace you want it to be at. <laughs> it's always at the pace they want it to be at. Yeah. And these processes are never as quick as you hope. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to, because, like you said, like we've kicked the can down on this thing down the road so long, and, and we keep hearing, you know, Craig hears it. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it now. We're gonna talk about it now, and, and those deadlines keep getting pushed out. And and we've said it. We've said it. We really want an an owner or the president or somebody to come out and say to this fan base that so desperately needs some positive news. The players need positive news. They heard the the thing about Salt Lake City, and then they go out and get their their butts kicked because they they they're talking about it in the room. Somebody needs to say something, and beyond saying it, they need to do something. Well, that's it, though. Like, like do words matter at this point? I, I don't think they mm-hmm. do. When, when they, go ahead, if you wanted to. Well, say I, I would yeah. just say I don't know if Javier Gutierrez or anyone else should say anything. Yeah, um, that's just fair. Be, you know, like, and and that's counterintuitive and not a thing that I should probably be saying as a reporter. Um, but after what happened the last time, it's probably yeah. better that they just don't say anything until it's over one way or the other. Like I get your frustration because you guys have to deal with this every day. And I get the fans frustration because they really care about the coyotes. But the honest truth is they probably shouldn't say anything because everyone's hopes got up last time and they got unfortunately squashed so badly. What did you make of the language in the Smith entertainment groups news release? The first part of it is somewhat basic. We want to, we want to be part of the expansion process, whatever the wording was, but then it was that clause that came right afterward that gave everybody pause. What's, what's your thought on all of that? My thought on all of that, Craig is if, uh, is if they need somewhere to go next year, it's, it, they're going to be ready to do it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one of the things it's all tied into the Salt Lake city, Utah Olympic bid, which is, you know, they're the preferred bid now for 2034. And, People who cover this stuff more than I do say it's going to be an absolute shock if they don't get it. So they're going to get a new rink for it too. Um, I don't. I mean, there's a question of whether or not it'll be built downtown or in one of the suburbs. But you know, they could do. They could go to that rink for I don't know what a decade, several years before the Olympics come in. So what that said to me was um, there's an option and. Uh, what it also said to me was, if you're serious about expansion into the U.S., if you're really interested, in, or if you're if you're serious about expansion to the NHL, if you're interested, let the league know because there's going to be some kind of process coming soon. But from the Coyotes' point of view, this was about, okay, uh, if we have to go there next year, we're going to be ready for them. Does Salt Lake surprise you, SMR? I've had people say, okay... The Olympic bid, there, there are other people that have told me it's, it's not a certain thing that they're going to land the Olympics in 2034. That's 10 years away. That building mm-hmm. is older than Footprint, where the Suns play, which is mm-hmm. 32 years old. It's not as nice. I've been there. I covered the NBA. Salt Lake is a considerably smaller market. Does it surprise you that the NHL would look so favorably upon Salt Lake City? It did when I first heard it. Um, like I, I covered the Olympics there in 2002. That's the last time I've been there. So it's been 22 years. Um, but, you know, if you read about Salt Lake City, it's it's growing. There's no question about that. It's growing as fast as any U.S. city is. There's a lot of tech money there right now. There's a lot of uh, really intelligent thinking that goes behind the uh, uh, investment there. So that's always the case. Um, he's an owner in very high standing in the NBA. Um, you know, he's, he's, if you've ever heard him talk, he's very passionate about the NHL. Yes, the arena thing is an issue, uh, Craig and Steve. There's no question about that. It's not perfect, but right now we're not in a perfect situation, unfortunately, as it is. So you pick one or the other. Look, the bottom line to me is uh, Ryan Smith, who owns the Jazz, he ended up on my lap because people want him in the NHL. And I think the NHL wants him in the NHL. So is now I do have some history of understanding Olympic bidding. You're right. He may not get it. But the way it goes now, if you get preferred bidder status, it really takes a a lot to screw things up. So um, I think, like, again, nothing's guaranteed, but they're confident. And there's no question they want him. Uh, in the league. I think the other thing too is, and you guys know the politics of this much better than I do. And, and that is, you know, eventually like, is there a process where the team goes from the coyotes go from where they are now to downtown with the Suns? 
And I don't know if that is team leaves and they do that after they leave for the eventual return or they can do it now. But I do know this. A lot of owners have asked about that privately, said what are, what's the possibility that could happen. I know that um, it's not easy to do that with the current owner in the picture, but I, I do know that's one question that's kind of been asked around. And the NHL, I think, is very sensitive to that thinking because there is a current owner, but I think some of the other owners – hear more about that possibility i just don't know the answers yeah and, and if matt ishby is listening and i'm sure he is listening to the <laughs> show again today he it, should it, be yeah it should be it's going to be a heck of a lot cheaper if you get the team now than if you wait for an expansion fee just saying so if you are thinking this is a possibility and, and the biggest concern is there's a current owner of this team yeah and he doesn't necessarily want to sell this team. yeah i wonder i i didn't i I don't want to get down that road yet, but I mean, we may as well explore the, it could get messy, right? Is yeah. Alex Morello going to be willing to sell this team? Are we going to see this thing play out in court? Are we going to spend our summers in court like I have in city council chambers? Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder about that, right? Do you guys, uh, do you guys watch wrestling when you were younger? <laughs> yes. Yeah, of course. Ted, DB, Ted DiBiase, everybody's got a price. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, like that, that's what yeah. it all comes down. I, like, I don't know what's going to happen here. I, I really don't, but I do know that's a question that's been asked. Like, is there yeah. a way to go from here to there? Have you heard any suggestion that the Smith group may be pushing this now because Major League Baseball is also slated to come to Salt Lake City and there may be a competition for public dollars. Uh, I have not heard that. Um, uh, I, I, I have not. I'm not. That's not me saying that it's wrong. I just yeah. I, I have not heard that. Like, okay. you know, I, I just don't know that one. I don't know we, that one. We, we talk about Matt Ishbia and, and I guess bear with me here for a second. They, they, there's always been this thought here that there's going to be some knight in white shining armor coming in and saving the day for the coyotes. And one time it was Wayne Gretzky and he came in and saved the day. Then Jerry Moyes came in and he saved the day. And then Alex Morello came in and he's got all this money. He's a billionaire. He's going to save the day. And yet it continues to fall short of expectations. Mm -hmm. Are you hearing besides the Matt Ishbia is, is there any secret group that's ready to jump up and buy the Arizona coyotes and, and keep them in, in downtown Phoenix? You know what? I have not heard that, Steve. Um, to be honest, I've never even heard Matt Ishbia say that uh, right. he's interested. We say that uh, because we're hopeful. Yeah. We want to get the ball rolling and get it out in the universe and maybe he'll hear us. <laughs> well, the one thing, like like I've been around this long enough to know that, um, that, that people are always willing to talk. Um, so... Like, like someone, like, I, I got it. Like, I just find it really hard to believe that the NHL and Matt Ishbia are not aware mm -hmm. of each other. Mm -hmm. Like, the idea of this happening, like, the idea of them talking and conversing is not impossible. I, but I've also been around long enough to know the sensitivities that are involved. The NHL will be sensitive to um, Morello's, Morello's ownership. Um, you know, unless he says to them specifically, go do this, they are going to be sensitive to his ownership. And also you never want to embroil yourself. Like everything's run by lawyers, right? Yeah. So like we can sit here and we can talk about this stuff on your show and on a podcast, but lawyers are always very careful about what's legal, what's illegal, what can you do and what can't you do? Like the one time I brought up Ishbia's name to the NHL, it was like a flat no. So um, do I believe that there's no chance of it happening? No, I don't believe that. But do I believe that it has to be that if, if it's going to happen, it's got to be properly done with a proper process? Yes, uh, I do believe that. Is the league open to expansion now? I've heard people saying, oh, there's no way, no chance. But I, I'm not sure that's true now. And, and you guys talked about this on the most recent 32 thoughts. Do you think the league is open to expansion now? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, I don't know how it is going to um, happen. Uh, I, I, I've heard some rumblings about it, but so far they've been denied to me. Um, so we'll see where it all goes. But I do believe whether it's Utah or some other places, 
like potentially places like Houston or a place like Atlanta. There's been a lot of smoke around Atlanta. You know, the other thing too is, especially if Turner is going to be a longtime rights holder, you know, even though we've already had two teams in Atlanta, uh, you know, Turner has got a long history in the area. So I do kind of wonder about that. Um, I do think, you know, I've talked about this. If you look at the NFL, there's 32 teams in the U.S. If you look at Major League Baseball, I think there's 31. I can't remember how many teams are in these leagues anymore. I think there's 29 teams in the U.S. In the NBA, I think there's 31 in the U.S. And in the, in the NHL, there's 25. Now you can make an argument that, and that you can make an argument that maybe the NHL isn't as indigenous to some parts of the U.S. as others. That's true, but if you take a look, and I know you had on your list of things to talk to me about, you know, there's Austin Matthews and Matthew Nyes don't exist if it isn't for the Arizona Coyotes. So we are seeing the benefits of going to non-traditional places. But I do think there are people in the NHL who feel that there are places in the United States that are so far undiscovered and uh, they want to, they want to look at those. And also too, look, look at the money guys. Ottawa went for what? 950 million. These valuations owners are getting for these teams are sky high if if you were talking about like there's rumors about a two billion expansion fee yeah, is, do you, is that it's real? funny how that? like you know i've always believed this craig like it's it's not what we believe it's what someone's willing to pay right <laughs> yeah so i mean we'll see i mean like honestly like i hear two billion and i'm like wow like that that seems high but i'm willing to be convinced wrong like the nba apparently after they announce um their uh new tv deal the talk is that they're going to expand to seattle and vegas and some of the people who are covering that league tell me they're hearing rumors of expansion fees between three and six billion dollars so if that's the case then you know maybe two is not unrealistic i don't think we, we've talked about this team moving again. We've said it for years. At one point, it was possibly Hamilton. We've heard Quebec City. But when you're talking about $2 billion for an expansion fee or you're talking about like, can you see expansion ever going north of the border again? Like, is the money there right now in Canada to add another team north of the border? There is, there is money. I'll, I'll say this. I think the thing they've always wanted to do is do what happens in L.A. and Toronto. Uh, I know they've talked about it before, having a second yeah. team in Toronto and play it out of the same rank that the, the Leafs and Raptors play in. Uh, I, I think they would I – would, I shouldn't say they would love to do that. Uh, sometimes I get in trouble because I don't think what I say on these, on these shows, but <laughs> I, know it's, I know it's something that really intrigues them, and they've thought about it before. So I don't know if it would ever happen. I mean, you'd, you'd have to take care of the Toronto Maple Leafs as much as paying an expansion yeah. fee. But I, I do think it's kind of been like a, uh, like a, a wet dream of the NHL at times. Yes. Awesome. So I more, can't. more so than like Quebec. We hear Quebec all the time. Is is that even realistic? I, I would love it. I would absolutely. One of the thing, one of the reasons I hate my parents is they had me too late to watch the Nordics and the Canadians <laughs> in their heyday. Uh, but uh, I've always just wondered what the effect that would have on the Montreal Canadiens is, and would it be too much of a problem? Well, we we spent the first part of the show talking about arenas and coyotes in, in Arizona. Yeah. And that's... Uncle. Yeah, we've had it. So let's jump to another team that barely gets any attention at all. Yeah. Let's talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you want to lean into this, buddy. That's a hell of a... a, a no, it's a, really... So, like, we talked about Austin Matthews and Matthew Nyes already. And so we are, we are always say, and I'll preface this by saying we might tease our Toronto counterparts because they are in large, larger mass of a fan base. Than and the Coyotes have. always beat them. And the Coyotes have beaten them almost yeah. every game in the last year. Yes. But and that's I'm true. still laughing at that Christian Fisher interview last year when they <laughs> beat them. And he was like, I hope the people who paid $300 a seat really love that one. I laughed my head <laughs> off when I saw that. But is this, is this, is this the year? Because do they finally get over the hump? Like we, we believe in Brad Trilliving here because of what he did for the Coyotes. Oh, right. Of course. Yes. There's a history here there. and he's a great person. He did a great job with Don Maloney and cut his teeth in the NHL here. And, and is this the year or, or does this team have the same problems that they've perennially had? Is it defending? Is it goaltending? Where do you think that the Maple Leafs fit in? 
I've actually, uh, like, I actually was really worried about where they, like, not worried, like, personally worried, but, like, for them, I was, and their fans, I was concerned about where it was going a few weeks ago. Um, this year, this has been one of the rare years, honestly, Steve, where I think they've been greater than the summer, some of their parts. Um, they, their defense has got some real holes on it. Their goaltending has been patchwork for months now, ever since Joseph Wool got hurt. And they're finding some ways to win some games pretty impressively. They, they went into LA, they shut them out or, and they, you know, they just won back to back against Winnipeg. And the amazing thing is like Samsonov is back in goal a month ago. We thought he was going into the witness protection program and we'd never see him again. So um, I do think this year's team has been a little scrappier than we've seen it. I'll tell you this though, like um, in a playoff series, like they're looking for defense, like anywhere they can find a defenseman around the league. Like that's what they would like to do. And I think they'd like to sort out their goaltending long-term as well. They can score, um, but like if, if Florida in a seven-game series, I think that's a really – that's where it stands right now. Yeah. I think that would be a really tough ask for them, a really tough ask for them. As long as we're in Canada, let's talk uh, – actually, I'm looking for an explanation. How do you explain this Jekyll and Hyde season for the Edmonton Oilers? Well, I, I really do think at the beginning of the year. Oh, by the way, I should mention that Batman once uh, we were. I, I once kind of kidded with him about how an Arizona kid saved the Toronto Maple Leafs, <laughs> and he got this smile on his face, like he's well aware of the irony. <laughs> just so you all know, um, you know, I, at the beginning of the year, Craig, they were injured. Like Eckholm did not start the season healthy, and and yeah. uh, McDavid got hurt fast. And when, when those guys are hurt, they went down and they weren't getting saves. You know, right now they're getting saves. Those guys are healthy. Um, it's really been uh, those two reasons as much as anything else, the reason they've been as good as they are. I'm really looking forward to that game uh, next Tuesday mm. in Vegas to tie the record. And, and someone was pointing out to me today, it's going to be Super Bowl week in Vegas. So oh they're going to have a lot more credentialed media there than they're used to. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And so, like, but I think that's a great showcase uh, for the NHL to start off uh, Super Bowl week in Vegas with the Oilers going for 17 in a row. It's funny, I, as a Canadian hockey fan, you have to be excited about the way this year is shaping up. You've got Vancouver, Edmonton, Winnipeg's had a resurgence, Toronto. I mean, this could be a really fun playoff season. It's been season. a long time. It has been. Or, or it been could be long. an even bigger heartbreaker, Steve. Oh, you, have to, you have to understand the way <laughs> yeah. that we've been conditioned up here. I what, like, and, I, and I'm a Viking fan, too. Like, mm. What is the most painful way Me they too. can break our heart? Buddy, I grew up yeah. a Cubs fan, I'm so I get, I get it. There you go. There you Six, go. 16-1, you can't make a field goal in a dome stadium at home to beat the <laughs> Falcons, like buddy. But we digress. Stenerud, let's go, buddy. <laughs> All right, anyway. Elliot. Last question for you. We've kept you too long already. Sure. We really That's appreciate okay. it. The All Star Game is coming up. First off, do you care? <laughs> do you care about you know, the All Star Game? <laughs> you know, I'll say this. I, like I said, I, I, I think Ingram should be there. Um, That's. I wish that they had worked out some way he could. You know what? I'll tell you this. Like. Craig, I'm the kind of guy uh, who, like, I roll my eyes, but then when I get there, I really tend to enjoy things. Like, I'm one of those people who's like, you get out of life what you put into it. So if you sit there and you moan and you bitch and you mope about, you're going to have a terrible time. I am looking looking forward to seeing – I'm happy the draft is back. I really like the draft. Um, But I'm also – I'm really hoping that the skills – like, I, to me, like, I like in the NBA, I like the three-point shootout, the dunk competition more, and I like the game. In baseball, I kind of like the home run derby a bit more. So I like the skills more than I like the game. Yeah. I'm really hoping this 12-person challenge, they take it seriously and they give us some good moments. So I'm hopeful. Let's put it that way. Well, I know you'll be at the All-Star Game. Our our host, our regular host, Liam Merrill, is actually in Toronto on her way right now if Air Canada gets her there. <laughs> so if, we, if you see Leah, and Craig is going to send you her picture so you know what she looks like, please say hi to her. Oh, I, 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 I'm not going to do that, though, just Leah's so you know. so upset. <laughs> 
that she missed this interview. She was like, she was visibly upset. Yeah, she was. But- well, I, I gotta, I gotta tell you guys a fine story. Okay? okay, so like I watched the clip last week that you sent out, and I, and I said, now I know why Craig's inviting me on the show. But, uh, but you know, I, I, I like so when you sent out that I was coming on. Um, like, I, like I saw Leah's reaction. It's awesome. It's obvious she's a big, big Coyotes fan, right? So, so, so I had a couple of the Coyotes fans in my DMs, and they're like, "You got to be careful. Like Leah's going to claw your eyes out. Like she clearly <laughs> is not happy with you." So I was like, "You know, it's okay. It's all in good fun. No problem." Yeah. But now I hear she's coming in per- person. I might have to wear like safety goggles or something no, like that. No, no, I'm you. sure. She, she, I'm you're sure a hero she's great. To her. She, yeah, she I'm does. sure she's great. I'm sure I have no doubt she's great. I'm looking forward to meeting yeah. her. But it was funny. Like the, the a couple of your fans <laughs> are like, she's gonna slaughter you. Like you better be prepared. <laughs> but you know what, guys? Like first of all, I just want to say thanks for having me on. And uh, like I do, I do want to say something. I think the Coyotes fans they all have to know this. Okay, there isn't a single hockey fan who has a problem with the Coyotes at all. Like as a as a, the players the the team anything like that um look i i think we we joke we're the canadian hockey snobs we we hate like people are like oh i hate seeing the stanley cup in anaheim or carolina and i we i don't think we really think like that anymore i think we understand that it's it's a great game and we're half happy for people to share it and it's just better the way it's growing i think if we have any issue it's just that we wish the whole soap opera would end like I sense you guys are too, yeah. but put it this way. If the Coyotes win the Stanley Cup fair and square, I'll be the first one there to say they earned it, and I know a lot of the fans would be with me. Just know that. Elliot, Friedman, We know there's great fans there. We know there's great fans there. There are. Elliot, thank you so much for joining yeah. us today. Like, like I said, we kept you longer than ex- expected, so really pre- appreciate you hanging with us, and it was great to have you on the first time. We'll yeah. Thanks, ask Elliot. you again. All right, guys. Take care. Have a great day, guys. See you, man. <laughs> Thanks, Elliot. Wow. I, fantastic. Yeah. Like, if you want to hear those comments, you, you go right to the source. And, and, and the, the, that's the hard part right now is the waiting. Yeah, and just, I, mean, I know. It's, it's all the, the rumors too, right? Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's I'll, I'll just take again, people Greg. inside a little bit today, like what my morning was. Yeah. And I'm not going to say who I was talking to, but I talked to three different people about the arena today. They're all very well-connected people. And I got three different pictures of the current situation. Anywhere from, yeah, there's no way they're leaving to, yeah, the, the NHL is done with the Morello group. This team's gone. So, like, I don't even know how to parse it all. Yeah. These, are, these are three people that I trust. It's crazy when you try and get the sense of this story to try and nail down the truth. I'm not even sure it exists yet. I, I still think this has a little more... To play out, right? We, we we had heard the All-Star break was a deadline. I know it's not now, but I do believe, as Marty Walsh said, the clock is ticking on the Coyotes. Something has to come to a head here very soon. We know Chris Johnston uh, said it on Insider Trading when, when the Atlanta Thrashers left to go to Winnipeg. That was announced in May. So... If you're, if you're looking at timelines for when we're going to get definitive word, that might be the timeline where we know definitively, but we are, we're up against it. Either the, the Morello group is able to deliver something stat, the NHL finds another local buyer, or this team is gone. But it's all going to happen here very soon. I think we're going to have an answer very soon. Yeah, I just get concerned because I've you've felt the ebbs and flows of this discussion for years, mm-hmm. and this is starting to to edge back into that that yeah. category we're starting to get concerned and, and i've been the one preaching from the highest mountain saying no it, it, everything's gonna be fine they're gonna be here in arizona and now is the first time i'm going i don't know and i i don't here's what i don't like that i i, I don't like that for the the fan base i don't like it for the employees and i don't mean the players I, 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 the players too, because the players have families and, and, and they've got roots planted here, but the players could get traded tomorrow yeah. and that, that they would have to up, uproot their lives anyway. And it's, it's a different, it's different for a player. Yep. And I, and I don't mean that I, I know they would be just as sad to see it leave the Valley, but I just hope there's some resolution soon to this. And I really believe that there will be. Yeah. And just keep your, keep your ears tuned to the PHNX show, because if you are going to hear it, you're going to hear it. 
Yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about this after these two flawless ads. But, and you know you. what is built already, though, Craig? Kila River Resorts and Casinos, nice they're place. already built. They're already rebuilt. And no one does it better. With an unprecedented level of entertainment and excitement that you won't find anywhere else in the desert, they've set a very high bar. They're state of the art. I almost, see, I almost did it. That's but right. I've been talking a lot. I'll tell yeah. you about what I'm talking about in a little bit. Their state-of-the-art gaming floor has it all with over 800 slot machines, 15 blackjack tables, and live table games. Not to mention Arizona's largest casino, Canino, casino sportsbook. With their massive TVs, they're nearly life-size. We've talked about all the they're time. Crazy. They're, they're crazy big, and they're real. First-class dining experiences. Check out Honey and Vine, the new featured dining experience at the all-new mm. Santan Mountain. Head to Gila River Resorts and Casinos and let them show you what next level is all about. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit play at Gila.com for more details. And on your way there, stop by Circle K. They are America's thirst stop. I know because I get their Polar Pops and the cups don't sweat. And buddy, we had the air conditioner on yesterday. I know. We're back to that time of year. It's already. time. It's Arizona. It's January. It's Arizona. It's you spring. want cups that don't sweat. And more importantly, you want to become part of that inner circle. It's so easy to do. Download the Circle K app. On your iOS or Android, save 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips, three cents per gallon every day after that, and get your sixth free on a selection of some of Circle K's greatest products, their pizzas, their coffee, their ice-cold fountain drinks, and you'll get free stuff like snacks, drinks, and food. Just download the Inner Circle app. Download the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply. At participating locations, visit circlek.com for details. Whew! Leah, is she coming back yet? Nope. Uh, Just getting started, buddy. Buddy, what am all I going to do? I got to do this all week. week. I got to do this all week. I think we should enlist so I, I, to, to follow up on it, I, I'm glad he came. I'm glad he said what he had to say. And, yeah. and I think it's the, the fans' voices here have been heard. Like people hear it, people know it. It's here. And I, and I just, I'm so tired of it. Someone yeah. finally put a stop to it and get it done. And I'm concerned. You know, one of the things that, that Elliot mentioned, and it, it, the, the NHL won't give up on this market, right? They'll they'll view Phoenix as an expansion market. I wanted to talk about that. I didn't want to keep Elliot any longer because we kept him longer than we told him would. Um, but this notion that they would come back, well, look at how long it took to get back to Winnipeg. I mean, buddy, you and I will be in the retirement home. Uh, if, we, <laughs> if we're lucky, we Let's might all be around. It takes a while to make all of that happen. But but I wonder about that that notion that, oh, they can just come back because, you know, they'll solve the arena issue. Well, how? Like, if, if, if you can solve it then, why can't you solve it now? Some of the some of the things that you, you when you when you do reporting on this story and you, you know all the details of all these different municipalities and areas, as I've reported, there's a plot of land sitting on the Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian community land that's zoned. It's ready. Yeah, it's ready. It's ready. You could literally put shovels in the ground tomorrow, build that thing in two years, done. Alex Morello isn't considering that because it doesn't have the real estate potential for revenue. And that I know that's probably frustrating to fans to say, hey, here's a solution, but you can't build a sports book there. Maybe you could build it somewhere nearby. You can't build the residences there. You can't make your revenue. It's frustrating that we don't have an ownership group that just says, hey, the hockey team comes first. Let's get the arena done and get this thing going. We haven't had that. It, like when you look through. Have we ever had that though, Craig? No. Ever? No. Like Steve Elman took the team west so he could build Westgate. I, I, I honestly Richard don't Burke have that. No. Richard Burke was. I mean, if. The we closest. Yeah. Well, we, we've, we've talked to Richard Burke and he has said, you know. He knew it wasn't going to work in Glendale. He said it all along. That's why he asked Elman to buy him out. You got to buy me out because it's not going to work out there. He wanted to do it in Scottsdale. I think that location would have been unbelievable. And yeah, we can talk about the butterfly effect. But Elman comes along. We, we know what his motivation was. Ice Arizona, honestly, at times it felt like they were interested in the investment more than the hockey team. Andy Barraway, I'm not sure what his motivations were. But it doesn't feel like we've had that ownership group. That wants to win first and foremost. It's about winning more so than the investment or the real estate opportunities. That gets a little frustrating at times. Yeah, and and so if you if you think about coming back, well, what are you going to do then? And and is it when you know all the issues that this market has had in the past, is it really that attractive an expansion option? Does somebody say, oh my god, that that market's still available? Well, look at the the twenty seven twenty eight year track record. Yeah. 
Doesn't that give you pause? And I, look how I don't long know. they had in trying to hand off the ownership from one group to another throughout that 20 yeah. year span. And they had difficulties in finding those people. So is it an attractive market TV wise? Yeah. Yeah. Population. And that wise? matters. That really matters. And corporate base too. Sure. All that stuff matters. Sorry, Quebec. You need to understand yeah, why it, the NHL doesn't want to come there. It, it's changed. The, the landscape yeah. has changed there. And, and the one, I just don't know. I am afraid. Don't, don't sit there and go, oh, yeah, if they leave, so we're getting another team back. But I was in, I lived in Minnesota. Like Minnesota's state of hockey. Right. And they lost it. But they left there. It's crazy. So if they're going to leave a team, if you, you don't think they had a fan base? Yeah. Like guys, Minneapolis. They were in Minneapolis just outside in Bloomington and they left there mm. to go to Texas. So if they can leave Minnesota, buddy, they can leave Arizona. Yeah. I'm just saying they can. I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't get to that. I hope that somehow this all works out. I keep believing it's going to. I, I don't know. Atlanta's been without a team for a very long time. Yeah. And, and Elliot mentioned it, you know, with the, the land that they're looking at right now. What's what's the process? How long does that take from start to finish? Is the league really willing to be patient with that? I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the, the Coyotes are certainly moving forward with pursuing that land. So maybe they've been granted some license by Gary Bettman. They're probably not going to tell us that, but they are moving forward with that plan. When when the reality of that timeline comes along, I don't know. Will the will the NHL still yeah. be patient? Are they are they currently right now pursuing Plan B? They probably are. You would have to you would think so. Yeah. Like this is we've we yeah. reported this before. This is state land. Like it, the only way that this land's getting sold is through an auction. Mm. There hasn't been an auction date set yet. Like you you can't have an auction if there's no auction. Like so, I I don't know. This is this is a long road to go, and it's going to happen in a very short time. Yep. So stay tuned because we'll see. Mm. I, I don't know what else to say about, about the arena, Craig, other than to stay tuned to PHNX and you'll drop it and get to Craig S. Morgan on Twitter because when it happens, it'll happen there. Don't follow me. I mean, follow me, but don't follow me for arena. No, Scott, I don't anything. It's funny. Elliot said too, like everybody's just like uncle. I, 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 sometimes I feel way. like I'm at that place too. Like just uh, exhaustion. I'm tired of talking about this story. 20 years of talking about this story. It, it's absurd. You know what? I'm not tired about talking about Bet MGM Sportsbook and football. Mm. Super Bowl. What a weekend I had, by the way. Did I you? nailed it. Kelsey, anytime touchdown, bang. Pacheco, anytime touchdown, bang. Ravens, first drive, punt. I bet live betting. You can bet live betting. Ravens had the ball, and I said, you know what? I think they're going to punt. Hit it, boom. Two minutes later, in my account. That's a true story. That really did happen. There's, I, I might have lost a few other bets, but I did win those ones. So that's a great one. And only one more weekend to bet on, on football. Again, the big game's coming up, and you can bet on anything and everything. And it's much more to fun watch sports, as Derek says on the Diamondbacks show, when you have a little skin in the game. It's more fun when you're betting on it. So make sure, as before the big game happens, make sure you sign up for the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Use the code PHNX. Play your first bet on the sportsbook and wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application for at least $5. You will receive $158 instantly in additional winnings, regardless if you win or lose your bet. Wait, really? So I bet five bucks I lose, I get $158 in bonus bets? Yes, you do. It's true. And why 158? We are talking about Super Bowl 58, but no one knows that because they use Roman numerals. I'm going to plead the NFL commissioner, <laughs> stop the Roman numerals. Put 58. We're, we're all ready for it. Check out the show notes for full details, and now listen to the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369-NEW York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP ARIZONA, 1-800-BETS-OFF IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. 1-800-91-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. And the other thing, this is another true story. I like to tell true stories. While I was betting on my bad MGM Sportsbook app watching football, I was also drinking a Four Peaks because Four Peaks is the official beer sponsor of PHNX. Mm -hmm. That's another true story. From their crisp, multi-kilt lifter Scottish ale to the subtle hints of citrus in the wild wheat or peach ale, your favorite local brewer has a beer for every mood and occasion. Check them out today at the 8th Street Pub or wherever you buy your beer. Visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite beers and events. Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep an eye up with the latest Arizona hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. And I am. And you, you too, buddy. Clearly I've been are. on a kilt lifter bender oh, lately. Yeah, yeah. I've been There's drinking There's something a lot about it. I, yeah. People think it's heavy. If you haven't tried no, kilt lifter, it is it is Four Peaks' number one selling beer in the state of Arizona. I get it. It's killer. It's crisp. It's clean. Yeah. Mm. 
that little multi caramel flavor. Please, you must be 21 years or older. Drink four peaks and please enjoy responsibly. We got uh, some interesting things coming up, Petey. I'll let you, your voice rest for a moment. Uh, my monthly bail bag is publishing on Thursday, the last day of the month. I've, I've, I've gone down this route lately. I've been publishing it on the last day of the month. Like Basically, it's me procrastinating yes. and pushing it as far out as possible. I may not even publish it in the morning. Uh -huh. It may come, come in the evening like right. with a few hours left. But I don't know how many questions uh, have been asked of me yet. It's, it's usually a lot. I've had to limit it to one question. And I'm guessing I know the tenor of a lot of the questions this month. No. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. Arena? Yeah. But, no. in, but before that, before we get to the mailbag, which is still one whole day away, maybe a day and a half, you know, maybe I'll publish it at 11.59 p.m. I'm not sure yet. Guess what we're going to have on the show on Wednesday. I, have, I, I do have an idea, but you I'm going to say I told like you. I don't have an idea. Do, have we not said this yet? Did we say this yes, once we before? we said it. We did say it. We did say it. Dallas Drake is Dallas on Drake. the show on Wednesday. We're very excited to have Dally Drake on. You you know Dally Drake I very know well. De well, very well. This is back when I was afraid to talk. The, uh, the, <laughs> the game has changed. When I worked for this team and I was working for the team when Dallas Drake was an Arizona Coyote, I was terrified to go through the locker room. Like terrified. You didn't want to step foot in there because Rick Tockett, Jeremy Rona, or God forbid, Keith Kachuk was going to say something to you. That was a tough yeah, locker room. It was scary. And so I, I I was on the periphery of that group. As I got older, I was less intimidated by those. Did you just men. stay in your, your closet with my the, closet. Uh, beer, beer running down. It's true. You know how many times I hit my head on those goddamn stairs? Like it's the stairs went here. Story. The front of my office was this far off the ground, and it w I was underneath the bleachers. They did supply them with beer misters, though, and so, it just would yeah, roll so, down yeah. during a big event. The beer would just roll down, and all my electronic, my floor was sticky. <laughs> it was just a disgusting place to work, but it was That's it was the best story. place to ever cut my teeth in the NHL. And Dallas Drake was a part of that team. And if you don't know how Dallas Drake played, <laughs> oh boy, man, he was scary. Head up. Head, keep your head mm -hmm. up. You, 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 we talk about Tom Wilson or, or Reeves in his ability to change a game physically. Yeah. Dallas Drake was all that with with talent and skill and played with good players. And man, did he hit hard. Mm. He was out there. We're going to talk about that. I want, I want to know if he can play in today's game. I yeah. want to know if he would have survived in, in the way the game's played today. So I'm really looking forward to see what he's up to now and what he thinks of the way the game is being played. Mm. Also... Yeah, I know this is a big deal to you. This is a big deal to me. Yeah. And I just literally finished this right before this show. I yep. just did an audio podcast. It just finished. It's just up on the PHNX um, Coyotes, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you check it out. It is up right now. And also go to the PHNX YouTube channel. It is also up there right now. I did an in-depth with uh, the, about the Arizona State High School Hockey Tournament that starts in a matter of hours at the Mullet Arena. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what, Kenny McGinley and the staff at ASHA have done an amazing job. This whole tournament now is at Mullet. It, it takes place over four different nights. It starts nice. tonight with two games. Um, we did an in-depth preview of all the games, all the teams, players to look for, what teams have to do to win. I would absolutely encourage you to go check it out um, if you want to see what's going on in high school hockey in Arizona. Again, it's on our YouTube channel and on the Coyotes podcast. So check it out if you want to learn a little bit more about Arizona high school hockey. I know you grew up in Minnesota, so high school hockey is a big deal there anyway. It's a very cool event in Minnesota. I grew up in Chicago. It was yeah. actually a big deal there too, the, the Catholic League in particular. There, yeah. there were some great teams there. And I also played in... Go ahead. You're going to give me hell for it. But I also played in prep school. And prep school hockey was cool. It was, a, it was an incredible environment. There were good crowds. I love high school hockey. Yeah. It's actually a really cool event to cover. So the other thing that I attend. do with high school, there's going to be another show on Friday, another audio show that's going to preview the championship game. Yeah. Um, I get the, the, I'm grateful. I get to call those games. So I'll be doing the nice. color analyst. I'll be all of the Asha games. You can just go to Asha to their YouTube channel. I will be the color analyst on both semifinal games on Thursday at the mullet. And I will be helping call the um, championship game on Sunday. Last year's championship game was tied in the last minute of play by Desert Vista, and they ultimately won it in overtime. Mm -hmm. And the atmosphere in Mullet Arena with high school kids cheering for their team in overtime was unbelievable. I know you and Leah were there too. So please, if you get a chance to do it, it's $10 to get in. You get to see both games tonight, both quarterfinal games. $10 tomorrow, you get both games. Thursday, two semifinal games and the ACHA 
uh, ASU Division One team is playing Grand Canyon. Nice. And, and that game, you get all three games for the same price, $10 at the door. You can go to Ticketmaster and get tickets for the championship game. I will be there. Say hi if you see me because I just I, I love high school hockey. I coached it. My son played in it. I'm a huge supporter. So please help support um, kids playing hockey just for the love of the game. So much hockey in Arizona. And you know what? If you, if you want to talk about hockey in Arizona, you got to go to the PHNX Coyotes show. So make sure you follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Follow Craig at Craig S. Morgan. Follow me at S. Peters Hockey. Follow Danielle at Abra. Danielle? Abracadabra. So close. We were but if, so if, close. But you can't fault me. Like, I, I didn't have it written down in Abracadabra. She does it from the cartoon thing. Yeah. Like there's a cartoon that I'm supposed to know that I don't know. And so it's what cartoon? Adventure Time. I don't know what that means. But Abracadabra. Follow Abracadabra from Adventure Time. Well, she's not from Adventure Time, but the Abracadabra is. I'll do better next time. I promise, Danielle. I owe Danielle dinner too. And I mean, it's going to be some burrows, by the way. It is going to be some burrows. Yeah, I had because some burrows after the show yesterday. Oh, you're going to have it again today. Still waiting for the mini chimneys to show up. Yeah, so make sure, some... not only do you follow us all on Twitter, make sure you follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. Join and subscribe on the YouTube channel for all the extra content that this show produces, not just on our live shows. There's so much more content that Craig Lee and I provide um, to the YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe there too. Thanks for joining us today. This is a really fun show, and, and I'm so glad we got to hear from Elliot Friedman himself. We'll be back tomorrow with Dallas Drake. Make sure you tune in. Until then, see you at the ring.